The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. My name is Liz, and I will be your host. I'm so excited to have you here for today's episode because we are really getting to the end of marathon training. I just wrapped up week 16, and I'm so excited to dive into this episode today. So just sit back, relax, and we will just jump right into the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I literally just finished a 21 mile run a few hours ago and I've got my electrolytes next to me. I've got a coffee because I'm definitely feeling super, super tired. I don't know about you guys, but anything above 17 or 18 miles and I just feel so tired for the rest of the day and it's almost like a hangover feeling if I'm being honest, which is weird because I haven't been drinking for the past 16 weeks and that's like the only way that I can really describe it and I have my gels during the run. I had pasta the night before. I had oatmeal this morning. So like it's not, I think, an issue of like fueling myself. And then I've obviously got my hydration backpack as well. So hydrating myself throughout the run, before the run, the whole shebang. And I just always cannot escape this feeling of just feeling like total and absolute shit. Anyways, today's episode is sort of about wrapping up marathon training. And I know that I've only just completed week 16, but this was sort of like the high point of the furthest that I'll go in terms of distance. And so from here on out, I'm going to start tapering down and the mileages are looking a lot nicer over the next two weeks. And yeah, the marathon is literally in like two weekends, which is so crazy. And I'm so excited. And I think I'm more excited to start tapering down just because it's been, it's just been a lot to kind of juggle, you know, increasing mileage and marathon training with work and just life. And I think it's going to be really nice to kind of get back into like the shorter distances for the last two weeks. But I just, I got a little bit emotional at one point during my run today, just in terms of like, feeling like I've, you know, I'm coming to the end of my second year of training for a marathon and I'll I'll complete my second marathon, hopefully, knock on wood. But it's just, it, it's, I think it's going to be a different thing each year. And this is something that I really want to implement as like a once a year thing. I do at least one marathon going forward in my life because I find just so much joy in running. And I think that today was such a clear indication of that because I am someone who like when I start running and doing my distance runs, it takes me a little bit of time to get to like that cruise control pace where I really just feel like I can just run for ages. And it, typically it doesn't come until like mile six or seven. But today, I don't know what it was. I didn't really do anything different with my diet or anything I drank or ate. I just felt really, really good from like beginning to almost end. And I think it's really hard when you're doing these 20 mile runs where 
your body just like really starts to feel like it's gonna break down. And I think it's really incredible to kind of like, while you have that feeling, still feeling like you can keep going and feeling like there's just something in you that is pushing you to keep going. Like at one point I had stopped, I took off my undershirt and just because it was getting so warm, but it was just like my body was like, okay, come on, let's go, let's go. And that was just like, honestly, my mood the entire run, which is not something that happens to me regularly. So I want to preface with that because most runs, I think it's really like you pushing yourself. And that was something that I was also thinking about is how you really have to be your own cheerleader. I mean, yes in life, but like with distance runs and like I was just comparing it to my trail marathon last year and how like it'll be so different doing the London Marathon, doing a city marathon where there will be crowds and people cheering and so many friends that are going to come and support me that I'm so excited about. But it's just so different because last year I was just in this national forest in Oregon by myself with my thoughts and like you were we started in a group and we started you know running together pretty close together and we all had these masks on and at one point you kind of just start to sort of obviously space out because you're running at different paces and then before I knew it I was just running like by myself for a majority of the run with like you know the one-off person here and there that would either pass you or you pass them but that was so different and that was such a like incredible day for me because I felt like I grew so much just in terms of like really pushing myself to dig deep and like find that motivation myself because I think that prior to last year prior to 2020 I was someone who highly depended on other people I was a very codependent person and I relied on others for happiness for love for all these different things and I think that that's why distance running was such a pivotal turning point in my life because there's no one else that you can rely on but yourself and distance running is such a I think just everyone that does distance running has this like growth mentality and I think that you just like you honestly want to keep pushing yourself. And I'm just thinking about my conversation that I had last weekend with my interview with David Richmond. And he is such an incredible guy. And he just made me think about how, you know, like at the moment I've, I'm have i about to do my second marathon. And is that a glass ceiling for me? Is that something that I'm kind of holding myself back from? And so now I'm thinking about like 2022, I really want to try and do a triathlon and I want to train for one and I want to do that properly. And I, I just think that There are so many things, so many like individual sports that you can do on your own and you can grow so much, but it also takes your full commitment to it. And I think that marathon training is such a perfect example of that. And I think that it's something that I've looked forward to this year and that I really grew from last year because I just know that when you get into like, you know, the middle to end of like the training, that's when you're like digging deep and you need to like find that grit and you need to push yourself harder than you ever would have before. And even though this is like my second marathon and I've done the training again, it was like a different training plan and obviously going to be a different experience each time because you don't have the same pace that you had the year before. You've done some more training than you have the year before. And it's just really incredible to kind of see what your body can do. And again, I think today was just such a perfect indication of that because I just I don't know. I just think like, I think back to like how slow I was and I say slow and I know that this is some people's pace, but like for me, when I look back at that and compare it to where I am now, it was slow. And it was when I was training for my first half marathon and I just, I wasn't really feeling it, but I started to push myself, but it was just like, 
the mentality that I had back then was I just kept looking at like the weeks that were to come and just looking at those weekend runs and seeing like seven, eight, nine miles and thinking to myself, there's no way in hell that I can do that. And as soon as you stop thinking like that, as soon as you stop holding yourself back, like you can achieve so much more. And I think that that's the issue with like not just running, but just so many different things in life is as soon as you tell yourself, I can't do that. I can't run eight miles. You're not going to. But the truth is anyone can run eight miles. And I remember one of my old bosses who is still a very good friend of mine. She was the person who was like, if I've done four marathons, you can do a marathon. And that just blew my mind because at that point, I think I was like finishing up training for my first half marathon. And at that point, all of my runs were like, I don't know, 14 miles and below, nothing like 21 miles, nothing like where I am now. And it's it's crazy because like if I had told myself, no, I can't do a marathon, I wouldn't have grown or trained as hard as I have to get to where I am today. And I wouldn't be, you know, doing these incredible things and having these incredible experiences like this morning. And I think that the beauty of distance running as well is that you go through days like today where you just have a really good run and you just get to experience that yourself with yourself and it's such a growing point for you and I think that it's so important to spend time with yourself and grow with you and obviously I think I've talked about this before but like you wake up with yourself you go to bed with yourself you're the only person that you can truly depend on and obviously if you're religious like me I also depend on God and that's you know the Christian mentality but I think that in just like In our world today, I've learned that I cannot depend on other people in this modern world. And I think that that is such a big, that's such a perk for me of distance running is just being able to go out on a Saturday morning and do these long runs, whether they're good, whether they're bad, and know that it's contributing to my running and contributing to bettering my health, bettering my endurance and my training. And that in itself is just such a, I don't know, it just makes me so happy. And I think that there are so many things that I used to try and find happiness in. And I say try because I was highly codependent on people and I would search for happiness in men, in alcohol, in toxic friendships. And it was just never the answer. And I knew it. I think I knew it somewhere deep down in my gut, but I just kept pushing for it. But the thing is, I wouldn't look beyond men. I wouldn't look beyond booze. And it was always like, well, no, that's what everyone's doing. So that's what's going to make me happy. And when people, sometimes I get comments from people, especially like if I'm going to work and we talk about our weekends, obviously I'm like, you know, I'm doing marathon training and I just did this long run. And You know, sometimes people look at like the lifestyle that you have and they think that's crazy. I could never do that. And that's fine for that person. They can have that mentality and they can think the way that they want to. But I think for you and yourself, I think it's finding how, what, what is your limit and can you push yourself past that limit? And obviously in a safe way, but just like if I had limited myself to a half marathon, I would not be where I am today, you know, going into my second marathon, thinking of a triathlon and, you know, just having like being able to like know that my body is strong enough to train and attempt these big challenges, I think is such a growth mentality thing in itself for me. Because like I said, I used to be just so codependent on people 
And you just, at the end of the day, you just can't do that. That's not healthy. That's not going to be a long-term thing. It's never going to be a long-term thing. And I think that even in relationships, I think that you need to be so okay with yourself. You need to have done the, the work on yourself to be you know, good for yourself, good for that other person, good for the relationship. And I think it just takes guts and it takes grit to sit down with yourself, like David said in this interview last week, look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, are you truly happy with who is looking back in the mirror? And I did that last year and I just said, no, that's not, you know, that's not who I am. You know, I'm not someone, I shouldn't be someone who depends on people and tries to find happiness in things that are toxic to me emotionally and physically. And I think that that's something that, you know, is a journey for all, you know, everyone. And that looks different for everyone. And that's, it's going to be a different journey. It's going to be a different path. And not everyone needs to get into distance running. But I guess what I'm trying to say is if you're trying to get into running, even just trying to to run a 5k, that's a starting point. But don't make it your glass ceiling by no means. Don't hold yourself back. Don't limit yourself. And I just, I'm going to tell you now, you will be so shocked at how much you can achieve, how much you can truly accomplish if you just let go. I think I saw something the other day that said, the moment that you are scared and you see an opportunity and you're scared, that's that's the moment that you're supposed to go for it. And I remember signing up for my trail marathon last year and thinking, I mean, I, I knew that I had done so much training and I still had like a moment where I was like, wait, should I do this? Can I actually do this? And I was, and I just hit, you know, submit, confirm, whatever. And I was just like, yeah, of course I can. I just did X amount weeks of training. I've, you know, I've stopped drinking to train and I've, I've done all of these lifestyle changes. I've removed toxic people from my life and I've truly just put my all into marathon training and I really want to see where this can take me. And so even, even if you have moments like that, because I definitely still do, stop yourself. And I think it's all about that self-talk mentality and you just need to stop yourself and say, no, I don't, you know, I don't know why I'm saying this. I don't know why I'm talking to myself this way. I'm not going to limit myself. I'm not going to hold myself back anymore. I may have done it for the past few years, but this is the moment where I stop and say no more. So bit of a tangent, bit of a random episode today, but I'm just feeling like the runner's high continuously like hours later from that run. And I think it's just, it was such a meaningful run and it's such a meaningful moment to kind of like, you know, now complete that and start tapering down. But genuinely, I hope that this reaches people that need to hear something like this today. And I hope that this encourages you in some way, whether you're a runner or not. I just want people to know that the moment that you stop limiting yourself, you will achieve so much more than you could ever imagine. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running Podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. As always, the first link in my show notes is a donation link for the fundraiser that I am running with this year for Boston Children's Hospital. I am running with the Miles for Miracles team, and I would totally appreciate if you would check that out in these last few weeks of marathon training. Also, check out the podcast on Instagram. It's just at Resiliency and Running. And if you're listening on Apple, please do leave a review and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.